The Rudy Giuliani Show. Good afternoon, and welcome to The Rudy Giuliani Show. It is taking place uh, today in Palm Beach because this evening is a very big uh, opening of Dinesh uh, D'Souza's uh, police state, which will be shown, although it actually has been shown at places, but this is more of a ceremonial opening at Mar-a-Lago. And, um, and I'm sh- with panel discussions and all the uh, uh, analysis that, you know, makes it even more interesting and, and, and gives Dinesh uh, the opportunity to show you how it's true, very much like he did with 2000 Muse, which then was dismissed by the crooked, dishonest, dishonorable, anti-American uh, media. Uh, that uh, almost could stand alone as proof that the election of 2020 was stolen by the criminal in the White House uh, today. Uh, not unusual that a man who has led a life of crime, who has uh, engaged in all kinds of uh, fraud and deceit of a political nature and, and, and for money, would steal an election, particularly if, had he not been elected, he probably would be in jail by now, because I can't imagine that a, a anything even resembling an honest attorney general and FBI director wouldn't have arrested him within 30 days of um, reading through the hard drive and the massive outline that I gave them almost a year before the hard drive. So, what's going on in Israel right now? Well, first of all, I see... Um, that finally they've, they've, they've given uh, sufficient attention to the fact that there are 1,000 Americans that are stuck in Gaza. Uh, when, when Blinken first blinked this out, it was about three weeks ago on one of the useless Saturday, Sunday talk shows, and it was covered, you know, sort of hidden in the newspapers. Uh, the Post, I, I only saw it in the Post, but... Um, that there were some 500 Americans that were trapped there and possibly 500 others. Uh, there was no discussion of, um, well, what does that mean if they're stuck there, if, if, if uh, uh, the Palestinian Authority won't let them out? Well, it means they're captured, right? It means they're kidnapped. It means they're, we got to add them to the hostages. We have to get out safely. But we weren't, or at least we weren't in terms of uh, what we were telling the public. Uh, will they be released? Well, some of them have been released uh, by by uh, Hamas. Uh, th- th- these are basically, I think, government personnel, uh, Biden uh, administration, well, or maybe permanent government employees also, not sure. I'm not certain of that. I'm telling you from the way Blinken said it, it sounded that way. And they kept this very secret. And, and we'll see how many of those thousand uh, get out because... Uh, so far, they haven't been successful with the 10 remaining Americans and the 200, and we're not sure how many others, 50, 250, 260, 270. And according to Blinken, there's another 1,000 or so, I'm sorry, five, is it 5,000 or so uh, uh, people who have been left behind and are not being let out by uh, Hamas. Again, those are hostages, right? But they call them something, they call them something different. They are being held, or they were being held at the Rafah crossing. 
that's the crossing that um, uh, the Gazans want to go through. But um, Egypt has a firm rule about taking no Palestinians, as does Jordan, as does Iran. Uh, Left-wingers in America are very enthusiastic to take Palestinians. Um, they, they may want to focus on the ones who got the best education uh, in the early grades on how to kill Jews and Americans. Uh, but by and large, uh, most Palestinians are taught that, and, and those books are given to them by the UN, by the way, who also is passing out the uh, humanitarian aid, and uh, idiots want us to believe that it's actually getting to the people. But those are idiots not even worth talking to. Uh, so there is some movement, but we don't have numbers yet. We don't know how effective it is, and we don't know if it's for real. But there is some movement in those uh, people uh, 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 getting out. Uh, the attacks on American forces, I mean, the scorecard, which I developed for myself today at the last minute, uh, is really te very telling and very, very disturbing for a country that, once, that was once asserted itself as a great power. We're like a pathetic little ant now. So since the 17th of October, we've been attacked 37 times um, in, uh, in, uh, in, in Syria and in Iraq. American installations in those places have been attacked by Iranian proxies. What that means is Hezbollah the Islamic Jihad, the Houthis from Yemen, uh, they, would, they will send over a drones, mostly drone attacks. 37 attacks by them. Big Tough America decided on, um, oh gosh, was it 26th? I think so. On the 26th, uh, we're going to hit back. And we're going to scare the living daylights out of them. I mean, these guys will never attack us again after we do this. So we hit uh, two armament uh, depots. Uh, first problem is none of them had people around. Uh, second, one of them didn't even have armaments. So uh, they look at it and say, oh, yeah, we're really scared, and they hit us another six times. And despite, um, despite uh, uh, little boy Sullivan um, saying that we're going to strike back, we're, we're still working on it. That's six now, unanswered. Uh, and originally it had been, uh, originally it had been 31 to 2. They did 31 before we attacked. So maybe we have to wait for another th 25 or so. And, oh, uh, 27. Uh, how about injuries? Theirs and ours. Uh, 27 on our side, none on their side. How about death? One on our side, none on their side. Who's, who's winning? Who's winning? You figure it out, okay? But it's not our country, is it? And it's not protecting our men and women in uniform, is it? And when you don't do that, and you're in government office, you're worth nothing. Nothing. You are a sniveling little rat when you allow our troops to be hit and you don't respond. Well, uh, you, will, you, you can read this one of two ways, depending on whether you read uh, legitimate newspapers or you read uh, communist trash. Uh, well, the communist trash says that uh, Israel hit a refugee camp, Jabalia, 
A, uh, an honest newspaper says that Israel hit a command post of the Hamas terrorist group. Because that's what it is. Placed in a refugee camp. Uh, so that they can go on unhindered and kill as many Israelis as they want out of there. And also uh, send off missions of people to chop their children's head off, the Israeli children's head off. Well, is Israel... Israel, luckily, has considerably more common sense than the, oh, let's say the New York Times or CNN or any of these silly, useless, communist-loving uh, left-wingers that we have. And they hit Jabalia hard, really hard. Uh, if you look at a picture of it, I don't know if it exists anymore. And, uh, yes, I, I imagine they killed refugees. They had been told... They had been told to uh, to escape, to go elsewhere, to go south. They were told not to by Hamas, who wanted them killed, so that they could make a public relations point. Uh, uh, the numbers look like 50 dead and 150 were wounded. And uh, they, they were able to take out uh, some of the major leaders of Hamas and some of their second-level uh Second in command, the most the most significant of which was quite significant, Ibrahim Biari, who was the command who is the, who is who commands North Gaza, which is, as you know, the more fortified part of Gaza. That's why Israel is hitting it first and telling people to go south. And he was either the commander or one of the main commanders on October seven, that uh, ordered them to go into homes, focus on kibbutzim. And to um, not only kill people, but uh, you know, do the coup de grace, make sure they're dead, put extra bullets in them, and when you have time, desecrate their bodies. And if you have a chance, to uh, rape the women even after they're dead. So Ibrahim Abiari is now um, answering, um, answering uh, for this, and I guess he's find out whether the Muslim religion really uh, suggests and permits all this. Or he's found out by now, because they killed him. I think late yesterday, um, and then they they killed many. They don't identify all of them yet, but they killed many of the top tier terrorists who were hiding in Jabalia among the refugees. So that in order to kill them, you would have to undertake the bad publicity of killing refugees. It also happens to be their main tunnel hotspot. They run their tunnels out of there. Like, we're going to let them keep it? So, successful attack by the Israelis, one of the places they wanted to hit first. This significantly also protects them against further attack as they move forward. Uh, remember, I explained to you what they're doing is very risky, much more risky, if Biden hadn't intervened and not let them go in all at once because they leave a lot of installations behind to shoot at them. But they have prioritized, I think, it looks that way, and taking out Jabalia means that they are going to control the area around Gaza City. They already have the high ground above Gaza City. Also, the ground troops were quite successful moving in. I don't know if they've taken Gaza City yet, but it looks like... Uh, Looks like Patton came back. I mean, they just moved right through, uh, and um, 
it was about a 24-hour battle. They had their first two losses. Two Israeli uh, soldiers died. Uh, 56 of theirs were killed that we know of. And they took uh, command of a of a, uh, a large Hamas compound, and this was a military compound, also in Jabalia. So basically they're trying to neuter uh, the main area from which uh, Hamas carries on war. And as you would imagine, they are moving expeditiously and quickly and not stopping for a ceasefire so that Hamas can regroup and kill more Israelis, as Biden would prefer. So we'll take a short break and we'll be right back. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. There's Rudy Giuliani back with the Rudy Giuliani Show. And uh, I noticed a statistic, and it, um, I, I'm not sure I got this from a, um, I got it online, or I don't think I got this from the Post, uh, or from um, the Wall Street Journal, or... The Washington Post or the Epic Times, those are the ones I trust. I think I got this online, so take it for what it's worth. But I, I think it's a pretty good indication of, of um, good news in the sense of what Israel faces here. Uh, since the beginning of the war, uh, the Hamas geniuses have shot off 8,500 rockets. And uh, they've killed 13 Israelis. I'm, say it again. They shot off. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, now you go look at this and tell me. And if, if I'm not if I'm not right, I'm absolutely more than willing to apologize for that because I'm having a hard time believing this. I, I know they are incompetent. I know they're uh, they're not exactly uh, well. They're incompetent. They're 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 incompetent in everything in the way they run government, the way they run wars, uh, and of course, when uh, think of those 8,500 rockets. Twenty-five uh, percent of them, so thousands of those, uh, hit hit uh, hit uh, Gaza, like the one that hit the hospital. Well, some percentage of those, the estimates about again about twenty or twenty-five percent, hit and kill people. So they may have well, and I wonder if you could figure this out. They may have well killed more of their own people than Israelis with the rockets they're shooting. Now. The reason they had the uh, success they had is they went in, uh, they went in uh, man for man. They went in with the paragliders and they overwhelmed the border, and they went to soft targets. If you look at their, if you look at their uh, manual, it was to hit kibbutzim, which are purely civilian. There also was discovered yesterday a chemical weapons manual. This is the second one discussed for the use of chemical weapons if this had escalated which puts them right in the category of war criminals. Why they're not being prosecuted in the, in the Hague, you know why. Because Europe uh, hates the Jews and likes them. Europe is the home of anti-Semitism, after all. Um, so let's talk, uh, 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 Ted, about, um, about something going on in the Democrat Party. 
So uh, Biden is being split in half now. The progressive Democrats say they're not going to support him because he's too pro-Israel, too anti-Hamas. On the other side, there are uh, moderate Democrats who feel that um, <coughs> some don't go this far. They say he's, he, he's talking out of two sides of his mouth. That's the nicest thing they say. And then some of them have come to the conclusion he's on Iran's side, like his boss was. Obama, largely, I mean, the smarter ones are because they're looking at all the money he's given them and they're saying, how can you love us and care about us and give billions to a country that wants to destroy us and isn't going to be happy until they kill all of us? So they say, well, gee, you sound like an anti-Semite, uh, Joe. So he's getting it from both sides. Right now, actually, more from the progressive side, who say they're not going to vote for him. That, that's right, Mayor. And, and really, it's a combination of things, right? You have Joe Biden's complete failure uh, of leadership on this matter, combined with the indoctrination happening on our university campuses, where anti-Israeli sentiments have been able to take hold. And now you have uh, a too many... Too many college students literally out there protesting in support. We of will Hamas. continue this when we get back, and then we will get to your telephone call. Rudy Giuliani on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Here is Rudy Giuliani with the Rudy Giuliani Show coming back to you from uh, the um, beautiful uh, day in Palm Beach, Florida, getting ready for the opening of Dinesh D'Souza's police state at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, I am not certain, nor is the crowd, whether the former president will be able to make it back in time from his being uh, uh, tortured uh, in the New York court. And uh, uh, Ted and I, I don't know if we did it on this show, we did it on the, on, the, on the evening show. Ted and I, after we were finished with the show yesterday, went out and took a little ride around, around Palm Beach with a real estate manual. And we got about eight of them. to. We got, we got two done. We got six to go. And we went to look at, let's, let's tell them the one at 7 La, La Vista? La Costa. La Costa. I keep calling it La Vista. There is a La Vista, too. 7 La Costa. 7 La Costa costs $39.9 million. That's twi more than twice what uh, Judge uh, Numbnuts uh, said Mar-a-Lago is worth. It, uh, believe me, uh, how, how would you, um, and if you, if you, we'll put it on again tonight. So if you want, uh, tune in tonight at 8 on uh, Twitter, if you want, X, formerly known as Twitter. Uh, you could go Rumble. Facebook. You could go Facebook. YouTube. You YouTube. But any of those. Eight, uh, 7 o'clock tonight, we'll be on. And we'll tell you, and we'll be over at Mar-a-Lago in between, so we'll give you some information uh, from there. Yeah. Um, Se 7 La Costa Mayor, that the place is maybe the size of, I'll, I'll be generous, half of uh, the president's, half of Mar-a-Lago's, Ball, big ballroom, big okay, kind of separate is big one room. One of about twelve, well, no, more than twelve buildings. It's one of maybe one, two, three, four, five large buildings, and that's not even including the the beach, the property across no, no, the, the street. The, okay, interesting. Is it right. is the beach club bigger? 
So that that's the question I'd have for you. You have uh, I stayed in the beach club for a yes. whole month. Yes. So what would you say? A little smaller. A little smaller. The beach club's a little smaller. Okay. Okay. But, but I would say comparable. A, a third more. You have the beach club. And 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 you're on the water. Oh yeah, much nicer. Pl- I take the beach club. Seven La Costa's in the middle. Right on the Atlantic Ocean. Seven La Costa. In the middle of the is, island. Seven La Costa is in the middle of the island. You have to walk through traffic, including two two what would pass for a highway in Palm Beach, but it's heavily traffic because it takes you across. Yeah, the so island. it's the main. Yeah. Uh, you have to pass them one in the north and one in the south. Uh, Marlago is on both bodies of water. This is not. Now I I add, this is two times the value of. Uh, Marlago, according to the judge appointed by uh, the Democratic county leader, uh, largely and only because he's a Democrat and will do what the Democrat Party wants. That's how you become a judge in New York, except for Staten Island. Now, we have Joel on the line, and we give priority to Joel, usually anyway, but we're going to give him priority today. Joel? Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Um, Could I start off with a joke and then something serious? I think a joke is always very valuable at a time of stress. Absolutely. Okay, and I want to put this in the context of, you know, alcoholics and drug addicts. They sometimes do lie and project. So my girlfriend, Cassidy Hutchinson, she was on my way over to my place for Shabbat. And uh, when she she came over, I was about to make Kiddush for my girlfriend, Cassidy Hutchinson. She broke down and she confessed to me I'd been lying about the mayor because of my own alcohol problems even though I'm worth $16 million. And I told her, Cassidy, I forgive you, but you have to call the mayor right away and tell him that she, I apologize for breaking the ninth commandment of the Torah. And I do have uh, my friend here, uh, a very special rabbi who's going to comment on violations of the ninth commandment. The ninth commandment of the Torah, of the Ten Commandments, which means you shall not bear false witness against your friend. With that being said, I want to say hmm. there's something, as we know, very serious going on in the world. With no, there is. You know, uh, that, that. Yeah, go ahead. The, Dem- the Democrat Party must have ended the commandments at eight. Right? Because that yeah. one, that one uh, is just the opposite. They, they uh, can't bear true witness. Uh, look at you know Shifty Schiff and Biden and the the, the 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 propensity for lying is I've never seen it like that. It's it's uh, almost every word out of their mouth is a lie. Even things that I thought were true turned out to be false. Amazing, and it's true. It's true of uh, the people who represent them as lawyers. It's true of the bar associations. I mean, they just lie and lie and lie and do crooked things. I, I know that you've so covered I, this in the, in the evening shows, but, you know, here in Israel, where I am right now, your listeners, and I can hear F-16 flying over my head, and yesterday I saw oh. the Iron Dome. First time I, I saw it right above me, it hit the missile that was right over Tel Aviv. And, uh, did it hit it? Did, did it get the side of the road? But this, this, this cover-up by the FBI, this cover-up by the, I'm sorry, Mr. Mayor, the cover-up by the FBI of Hunter Biden's laptop led to the situation that we're in now in a similar way that if anyone picks up the Talmud and reads the second century story from Kamsa and Bar Kamsa, the same types of false accusations and cover-up and displacement of other people's sins onto righteous people like Mayor Giuliani is what resulted. And that's the reason 
that we are having this war right now because we would be living in a totally different reality if the work of, of uh, Bob Costello and Rudy Giuliani to, to expose the laptop of Hunter Biden and the bribery scams of this president, we would not be living in this reality right now. Please Google Joe Biden China hustle because today in Fox News, another check came out that shows that our president was getting paid by the Chinese Communist Party. And he is a liar, a pathological liar. And Mayor Giuliani is an American hero. Take it away. Joel, that is a very, very insightful statement. And the, to the bigger point, that had Trump been reelected, every single person in Ukraine who died in the Putin invasion be alive today. Because you know that would not have happened. And if you don't, you're not worth talking to because you're never going to be convinced. Uh, and you know this would not have happened. You know that. I mean, his, his relationships with Saudi Arabia and the other Arabian countries, so, including Sisi, surrounding Hamas would have prevented this. If he said no, they wouldn't have done it. it, it it's different. It's different. I mean, when you hear Biden say, don't, what the hell is that? Don't. It, it invites attack. Biden's threats invite attack. And, and, and Sullivan and Blinken and uh, their silly press secretary. They're like silly, childish, immature threats that, um, gosh almighty, growing up in Brooklyn, if somebody gave threats like that, they, they, they not, may not even fight him because he's not worth it. Don't. And then uh, the, the idiot of a vice president is quoted uh, as saying that this, you know, is filled with meaning. No, 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 dummy. It's filled with ambiguity. And John Kennedy wrote a great book, which I'm sure you, you would never have read or understand, uh, uh, called Why England Slept. And in that book, in trying to, in trying to show how appeasement the kind of thing Biden is doing led to World War II and not paying attention to Churchill. He points out that World War I uh, started on a mistake, a wrong assumption, because people weren't making their intentions clear enough. Wars start that way. So he always practiced the, uh, uh, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. And he prevented, a, he prevented a nuclear war that way. And, uh, and Trump liberated Eastern Europe, I'm mean, not Trump, uh, Reagan liberated Eastern Europe that way. And Trump reversed very quickly the ascendancy again of uh, the, J the JV Islamic terrorists that uh, were encouraged by um, the softness of, of, uh, of Biden, reversed that very quickly. So um, you, you, ca you cannot negotiate with bullies. If you want to read a really good, thoughtful account of that, go to my chapter in leadership called Stand Up to Bullies. And that is, a, that is written on a macro level and on a micro level, meaning stand up to Hitler and stand up to the bully in class who pushes you around. That's, it, it's both. So, uh, 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 Ted, there's a poll apropos of the point that there may be a political shift in the wind here. So uh, um, if you're Jewish and you support Israel, your party is clearly the Republican Party. Uh, so support for Israel among Democrats, less than a majority. 
48%. Among independents, over a majority, 53%. Among Republicans, 69, 69%. And I'd be interested to... Which, which of those three groups would you pick uh, if you have children there and you want to protect it? Yeah, that's, that's obviously a no-brainer. And, Mayor, is this, is this a result of the, the partly, partially the modern woke movement? And um, what do you attribute this to? How has I, I, pro-Hamas... I this several things. For, uh, first of all, uh, this is the Wall Street Journal Ipsos poll. This is not, you know, some poll I took. And it was done on 18 to 20 uh, October. Very legit poll. And, and, and um, I could tell you the same thing from talking to people. Um, I don't think uh, 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 Jewish people of all different types, you know, uh, conservative, liberal, progressive, orthodox, I don't think they've experienced this kind of hatred since uh, Germany. And you can see it uh, among their fellow Democrats. They are hated by fellow Democrats. They're despised. Uh, fellow Democrats, not a majority of the party, but not a majority of the party supports them at, either. And, you know, among that 48% that supports Israel, probably only about 20% that will speak up. And I can't even find the 20. I mean, I found one or two. I mean, Schumer is like a little mouse. A little mousy Schumer. And what's happened in 20 years? 20 years ago, this wouldn't be, right? These numbers would be. 20 years ago, I'd be standing next to, as I did for Soviet Jewry, by the way, I'd be standing next to Al Gore and, uh, and, and Schumer and uh, uh, protesting that the Soviets release uh, the Jewish people. Uh, I, I, I was part of those uh, demonstrations. I don't even remember where I was in life at that time. My goodness, it was before. So in the 80s? No, it was the late 70s. It was before. It was the, pre, it was the prelude to the 1988. Was it 88 election or 78 election? Who, who 88 would have been H.W. No, right. it was 88. It was after I was U.S. attorney. So, so it was 88 uh, uh, or while I was U.S. attorney. I remember it was a freezing day, and I kept myself warm talking to Al Gore. Can you imagine that? Um, but but there there then when I went to the funeral for um, when I went to the funeral for uh, for uh, Prime Minister Perez, I was put in with Clinton's uh, uh, group. I had to go on a different flight because I, I would only leave New York for like twelve hours, but. Um, when I got there, I had been invited to, Republican mayor, I had been invited to fly on Air Force One, and I went there, and I was there with, um, you know, there, Clinton didn't distinguish where he put the Republicans and Democrats, and he made the Republicans feel important. He put us, in some ways, I'm not going to say he put us in more important places, but you could see he wanted us to make, make us feel important. And... Um, and that was that was 2016, right? Perez's no, no, no. Perez's death was in uh, 1994. Simone. First year as mayor. I'm almost certain it was 94. Because he invited 
He invited me to come to Israel before he, right before he died. And his wife invited me to come and said I could, I could stay at their apartment if I wanted. <laughs> and then I went over for his funeral and I told her that. Isn't it a shame that I had to come? Because I really wanted to. Now, I had met him when I was a very young man, when I met Bibi for the first time. And, um, and Ehud Omer. Well, we're going to take a short break and we'll be back with the mayor's final thoughts. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani, back with the mayor's final uh, thoughts, sponsored by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. That's where you go to make your contribution of $11 a month to support our uniform members who die in the line of duty or who become catastrophically injured and need the services of Tunnel to Towers uh, that beautifully comes in, pays for the home, the mortgage on the home, and when a home is necessary to be built, they do that. Now, you can have the back of those soldiers and sailors and police officers and everyone else in in a a first responder uh, status uh, by donating $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org want to play for you something that I think uh, is almost as important, if not as important, as what's going on in Israel, because this is all part of a whole. Our border is, uh, I don't know, there's no words to describe the outrage, the uh, uh, lying, the uh, anti-Americanism, the uh, hatred for our people reflected in the open border. And uh, Biden is the number one cause of that. But we already know that he's a perverted uh, 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 criminal. Uh, but my, this Mayorkas is not much better. I thought I thought that yesterday um, a senator who I have a great deal of admiration for, Josh Hawley, uh, kind of uh, ripped him apart, uh, brilliantly ripped him apart, uh, because he comes there and he lies to them so boldly that uh, it's unbelievable. So let's go to 21 and play that. What about people who say things like, people who say things like, F Israel and any Jew who supports Israel, this person works for you. This is Nuja Ali an employee of the Department of Homeland Security. That's not all she posted. This is a paraglider, a Hamas paraglider, with the celebratory Free Palestine. Is this is this typical of, of people who work at DHS? This is an asylum and immigration officer who is posting these, frankly, pro-genocidal slogans and images on the day that Israelis are being slaughtered in their beds. What have you done about this? What are things I'd like to say to you? Number one, your question to suggest that that is emblematic of the men and women of the Department of Homeland Security is despicable. I'm sorry, what have you done? This person works for the Department of Homeland Security. Have you fired her? That was one of four answers. Have you fired her? One. Have you fired her? Don't come to this hearing room when Israel has been invaded and Jewish students are barricaded in libraries in this country and cannot be escorted out because they are threatened for their lives, you have employees who are celebrating genocide and you are saying it's despicable for me to ask the question? 
has she been fired? Has she been fired? So uh, that individual has been placed on administrative leave. So she's not one. been fired. Number two, the individual was hired in 2019. Why has she not been Number fired? Number three, I cannot speak to an ongoing personnel matter. Why, why has this person not been fired? Your answer is you can't speak to it? This isn't sufficient to fire her? I am not in a position. She's still on your payroll as we sit here today. I'm not in a position to speak about an ongoing person. I'm not asking about that. I'm asking you how many cases she adjudicated. My uh, answer remains. Did she adjudicate any cases involving Israelis seeking asylum in this country? Same answer. I think the American people deserve to know. Has, has she admitted, contrary to law, individuals who should not be in this country or denied Jewish refugees whose genocide she's advocating, asylum that they deserve. Same answer. You're not gonna you're not gonna tell us what this person's done. You conduct and review her cases at least. I cannot speak to an ongoing You said that you will not. I can't believe that you would come to this committee knowing this. You know about this. I've written to you about it. You know all about it. And you come here unwilling to answer and suggest that it is wrong of me to ask you the question. And I think the fact that you are not willing to provide answers to this committee is absolutely atrocious. This is very typical of the apparatchiks who serve dictators, the apparatchiks who stole, who serves Stalin or Mao or Hitler or what a creep, what a horrible human being. How many people are dying because of the fentanyl coming across the border? Yesterday we had an illustration. Last year, something like uh, 2.5 million were identified coming over the border illegally. The last year of Trump, 450,000. Think about how many more people lived as a result of that. Well, we'll be back tomorrow. God bless America.